Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, this is Which Which Are You, featuring uh, the Demonier Mac Daddy Extraordinaire, Marisha Manson. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everyone's uh, favorite drunk Auntie Witch, <laughs> the one and only Amani Sims. Yes. <laughs> We're here. We are here. Um, so we decided that we wanted to open the podcast with a spell a poem we're both writers and uh, we thought that would be a great way to open the space so uh, as we call you into the circle and welcome you into our space uh, we bring this offering most days I bathe my house in smoke a pleasure so close to the past it calls my shadow forward raises questions demands action transformation Will I answer? Wait, what? That's, <laughs> That's our right. intro? Boom! Tiny poem on that ass. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amani. <laughs> Once again. Here I am dead. Because your poems kill me every single time. Cool. Thanks. Tell me about that poem. Mm, I mean, I haven't written in a really long time. I wrote this poem like four days ago while I was bathing my house in smoke, literally. Mm. Um, And like figuring out how to reunite with fire. I'm a lot of air and I'm finding that lately I've been really called to fire, really called to smoke my house, really called to... um, bathe my house in scent uh because I've been really I felt really far away from home and a lot of the smells that I love are come from home mainly oh home is Seattle Washington for those Mm -hmm. of you who have no idea who the fuck I am Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and so I've been like burning a lot of cedar a lot of frankincense myrrh um a lot of dragon's blood resin a lot of Uh, things that just really remind me of the ground, remind me of uh, the ancestors that came before me, remind me of uh, where I came from. And cedar really helps me uh, come home when I can't come home. I miss home so fucking much in like the worst way. Um, So yeah. So that poem is just about um, how I've been thinking about building a new home and like how calling mm, the home that's far away from me into my present forces me to like transform into something else forces me to uh, move forward into a new existence um that is uncomfortable as fuck honestly um yeah yeah movement does that right it forces me not to rely so much on a on a place but rather on a feeling on a smell um, which is, it's hard. It's hard, period, point blank. <laughs> yeah. But you're cultivating a space, like, around the feeling and connection to home, and that's, like, something I really enjoyed about your poem and being able to think about the the power and creation of, of smudging, but, right, in ways that aren't in, like, practices around taking and stealing and overusing of Indigenous peoples and lands. Right. Mm-hmm. These are all things that are close in uh, related to the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. which is cold and dreary and full of very big trees. 
Yes, as someone currently in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Missing so much of my Southern California roots. Aww. You know, I can, there's not a lot of things I can burn that can make it smell like salt air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I mean, I guess you could burn salt. It's so hard. Salt really does not want to be burned. At all. That's not its, that's <laughs> it's not its purpose. <laughs> it's like, nah, dude, that's not what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do so many other things. Right? I so, wonder. like, lemon balm. Mm-hmm. Really helpful when I'm like, oh, California. So like, uh, being from Southern California, where like sage is like, especially white sage is like mm. a native plant, right? And still knowing that I can't take white sage with me, right? Uh, respecting like indigenous indigenous people who have said like, we're done, right? It's being overpopulated and used, right? And especially in like culture appropriate ways. Definitely finding like rosemary um, has been really helpful. Mm. As one of the things that I burn to connect to home and create home. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I had to sit with my ancestors about it because I was really attached to sage because I love the smell of white mm-hmm. sage. I love, um, I could take a deep breath and all of a sudden my lungs are clear when I breathe mm-hmm. in white sage. And um, in listening to another podcast, uh, she was just talking about the practices that we can use to that come from hoodoo mm-hmm. practices that come from other clearing traditions. Um, and a lot of black ass ancestors are like, what the fuck is that smell? So uh, it's, it took a while for me to, to get to a place where I was ready to let go of white sage and took a while, it took me sitting with my ancestors and saying, okay, what is it that you want me to build? Um, and they, they literally just, talked to me and said these are the things that we want you to clear your house with and I said okay done um so I'm really grateful for that yeah and I think like one really interesting thing about like around which and like the idea of which is there's like we have right not we as as you and I but like we as in like witches right which is like white (laughs) (laughs) white women have decided what witches are and that is yeah you burn sage you have your pal santo right Mm -hmm. You collect stones. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you have to only use red candles um, or black candles. And uh, the, you gather them up. It only goes on a special spell paper. And uh, then you, you do the thing and done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, taking, taking some time to recognize, like, that is not my magic. <laughs> You know, we all gotta we all gotta recognize what our magic is and what our magic isn't, and that is not my magic. Right, <laughs> right. That is yeah. not me. Though I do love, like, I do love a good um, manifestation on a piece of paper and burning that with um, a connection of the earth that I am with. Right, like yeah. that is like yes, let's get it right. Mm-hmm. But the color of the candle, I could, I don't care. I think that was like one of the hardest things I had the last struggle with. I went to like um, I went to like an occult shop, right? Because I was like, I just need a small candle, one for a friend, but also for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this person is really like on the regiment of a witch. So I was like, do y'all have a? And they had like spell kits, right? So it's a crystal. Whoa. Is forty dollars? Yeah, nah. It's a crystal, a single candle. The candle is a smooth three inches. <laughs> That's a hard no. <laughs> in a little bag. And I was like, wait, 
what no hell no i'm just getting the candle and she was like i don't know if i can't and i was like that's okay i would like one candle please one she's like well it's i was like that's all right if you that's don't okay. that's okay i'm gonna go and she's like i guess i can i was like thanks for letting me buy one candle one and guess who still has that one candle me <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have done a lot of, I was really resistant to candle magic. I've been running from fire for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in like air a young. Sign. Air, air sign. Air sign. Air sign. <laughs> fucking combustible, yo. So I I have found that I didn't come in. I came into candle magic really late. And that was only after I started listening to um, my sister talk about uh, the candle magic and how it has worked for her. And also like following other like black hoodoo practitioners Mm -hmm. on Instagram to sort of just see what it looks like to have Mm -hmm. a black conjure method that's related to a candle. Mm -hmm. Uh, A candle for me, fire has always been related to a burning off and not necessarily a distilling Mm. of a spell. But I recently started adding can't like burning candles as I bathe, like as I'm laying in the bath and intending and like being with the healing practice. Mm-hmm. And that has completely transformed the way that I take a bath, which shout out to two saints. Like they she's fucking magic. <laughs> um, and also that she like posted a meme on Instagram about how. Um, a bath should always go with the candle. Candles should always go with the bath. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh. And my ancestors were like, yup. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Word heard. I'm down. Um, so just building that practice and like listening to them as they teach me what hoodoo conjure looks like mm-hmm. for me, what it has looked like for them in the past mm-hmm. has been fucking fascinating and liberating in a lot of yeah. ways. Liberating in a lot of ways. I, a lot of my magic is around fire, right? And I like attribute this to the fire amount sign. of, <laughs> you yeah, know, the amount of fire sign that really rules my life, um, mm-hmm. right? And in cooking, right? Or in like casting, right? Before I pull my cards, right? I burn mugwort, right? But like mm. before, for my birthday, I write my, my manifestations and I burn them uh, at a body of water. Mm-hmm. with like bits of the earth from around me right so luckily this is seattle right so there's lavender and rosemary everywhere everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. so right so with some rosemary right to to get some clearing and some right to get some flame to start it right like the the catalyst is fire right as an energy mm-hmm. um and are you accepting that catalyst or are you are you negating it Mm-hmm. Um, are you breathing into it right are you letting it die right is how mm. I've always navigated fire right especially as like an energy to to continue and pursue my magic right and cooking right it is like this is it right you're making sure that this is happening yeah so I'm like I I am baking a red velvet cake for my grandmother right and if, if she is she is continuing to push this oven to 450 as well as I am <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me, uh, let's talk about really quick, just mm-hmm. connecting to your like spirituality in the kitchen and how mm-hmm. um, your ancestors sort of support you and back you walking in the kitchen and cooking for other mm-hmm. people, especially as someone who like that's yeah. a love language for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how does that work for you? Yeah, um, is uh, cooking has always been my thing. My grandmother uh, passed and um, came on to with the ancestors, and I made a red velvet cake for her. 
I I was able to like know enough to to make this cake from like memory and like research and like understanding enough of like what a rub the like cake should be right mm-hmm. to make this cake and I'm frosting this cake and all I can hear is ooh Maisha you know that cake is ugly and I was like damn grandma <laughs> <laughs> I was like wow it's like that she's like wow you know that cake is ugly and I was like wow <laughs> I have never been so red <laughs> <laughs> And, like, just truly, like, who she was, right, and is, is just, like, that's not cute. You know that's not cute. And I was like, fine, I'm fucking, I'm throwing away this cake. And right? she was like, oh, don't you throw away my cake? And I was like, damn. So you're going to tell me it's, it's ugly and I got to keep it? I'm so, I'm still mad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a beautiful telling of just how the ancestors work and how the ancestors, like, walk us through ceremony walk us through life yeah. uh, that's, that's amazing <laughs> right and it, she is like she has never been as clear as she was when I made this cake because I'm like holding this cake right it's like three three four days after her passing and I like have this this cake that I'm like I did it right I made you this cake and she was like Mm-mm, not that cake <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fine, fuck it, I'm getting rid of this cake. And she was like, oh, fuck, no, you're not. That is my cake. <laughs> it was the best red velvet I've ever had. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's but, amazing. Yeah. I use that, that red velvet recipe, like, now. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at her. <laughs> She's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I guess since we're talking about cooking, mm-hmm. um, I think about a lot of times, I don't cook very often because I hate, mm-hmm. I, I don't hate cooking. I, it's not my favorite thing to do. It is like, not your favorite not. thing to do. I know you don't particularly care for it. That's okay. <laughs> if someone cook for me every day, I'll be like, bless you. Thank you. Um, because <laughs> but also if you not. could afford not cooking every day, you do that too. I totally would. I would <laughs> have somewhat some like delightful witch come and make me delicious things. Uh, but like sustainably grown from a garden and shit. Yeah. I just, uh, <laughs> but cooking is also like, uh, I know that they talk to me while I'm in the kitchen. I come from mm-hmm. a long line of kitchen, which is a long mm-hmm. line of cooks, long line of women who have used their food to heal a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so when I do get in the kitchen, it's definitely an amalgamation there's like a standing ovation like the mothers stand up and they're like yes oh she's in the kitchen thank you thank you how can we help you here in the kitchen uh and i'm like i don't know but there you are like i don't wanna i don't gotta be in here (laughs) exactly and i cook for them you know once every three months or so mm-hmm. maybe like new year's they were very specific they were like yo please make us greens please make us black eyed peas and we'll talk to you the whole way through and i'm like okay and i've always been an intuitive cook i also mm-hmm. know that my dad was really an intuitive cook my grandmother on my dad's side intuitive cook has always been an intuitive cook there are recipes of hers that i have on my altar that literally say a pinch of nutmeg yep. or <laughs> like a dash of something and that's just the way that she navigated the kitchen yeah i've been chasing my grandmother's pancake recipe since i was eight years old and i know it has nutmeg because i watched her but like still i'll make pancakes i'm like how 
How did you do this? I ain't know if I can tell it. Don't know. It's just magic. <laughs> Shout out to the grandmothers. Thank you all for being here with us. You all are amazing. And I love you. Yeah. What about what about cooking do you think really connects you to the lineage that you come from? I think I have an aunt on my mom's side who I am convinced is a witch. She literally will like have inspiration for a thing and just like build it out of thin air. Like has made me hamburger cakes for my birthday, has built full on wedding pink champagne cakes for my birthday. Every year I got some massive cake or she would make me lemon tarts or make me, there's, there's always been a food attached to our relationship. And then on my dad's side, that's actually how I learned how to cook because my mom doesn't like to cook either. Mm-hmm. But my dad loves to cook. My dad is like a master in the kitchen. And so I used to sit at the counter and watch him cook and watch mm-hmm. him like put things together and literally make full meals out of Mm -hmm. you know five things and so I think I come from a family of people who have made I mean in general being an African-American a black ass American individual learning how to make something out of nothing is just part of tradition right that's just part of who we are Mm -hmm. in the world and so I'm grateful that they chose to pass that skill on to me they chose Mm -hmm. to teach me intuitive cooking they chose to teach me how to listen to them while I'm in the Mm -hmm. kitchen and that being a form of ceremony because I Mm -hmm. think cooking is a form of ceremony yeah I also really enjoy cooking as a ceremony and as like a, a practice that I have it's like one of my the best parts of my week or when I am cooking Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I can cook for others and even like as as like a baby kid right like I started cooking when I was six my dad would have me like bake with him right and we didn't have like electrical cooking equipment at that time right so we had a hand beater oh right God. and that was my job I'm just beating cakes Boom. <laughs> got it right and then we got an electric beater and I was like got it learn how to do electric beater right and being able to be like, oh, I can totally use an electric beater to six years old, know how to like bring it up to the sides to catch the flour and not have it spill everywhere, right? Mm. Um, but then being like at eight, be like, my cousins also can't cook? Like, what do you mean you can't cook? What do you mean? Boil water, hot dogs, done. Food. You did it. And like eight, around eight is when I remember experimenting with food. Old enough like in middle school to be like full meals on my own. And then, like, when I moved when I moved back to San Diego, right, and lived with my parents for a little bit, like, that's how I, I was able to stay at home. Like, my trade for rent was, like, I had to cook multiple times a week. <laughs> so much so that they gave me a pasta machine for Christmas, and they were like, <clears throat> pasta, right? So, like, I've always had this, like, connection to, to food always being, like, by hand, mm-hmm. which positives, right, have learned how to make a lot of things by hand without machines. Negatives is, do you really need to know how to make pasta by hand sure that's a cool one um that's cool right without a machine rolled pasta (laughs) on my own I don't know if that's great but like a can opener a can opener is a particular tool that I suggest people have I don't know if I suggest that for myself because I'm still on the tradition of like my ancestors ancestors did this with their hands and without machines Mm. and thusly I should be able to do this without machines and with only my hands (laughs) 
wild. That brings me back to <laughs> something you said earlier about knowing your magic. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, I mean, what I hear is that cooking with your hands and using your hands is part of your magic. How did you, how did you come to that, that realization that this was just part of your magic? When I was, I guess when I was 18 and I was living in Hawaii every Sunday, I was just so utterly depressed. One thing I would do to make myself feel feel better, because I knew that like cooking makes me feel better, right? Cooking makes it feel like I'm not alone. So I would cook a thing from scratch every Sunday, and I would learn a new thing to make from scratch. So like one one day I'm in like our shitty ass apartment, right, where we don't have furniture in the living room, except a fucking stack of soda cans that I I stacked up to make it look like a couch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like. We laugh at that for two seconds. It was like over 300 crayons that I stacked. It was a full love seat. I made a love seat out of Pepsi cans. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so un- we're going to just move past that about how. Also, I wish there were pictures of this. I will send them to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. That's so great. But like, I'm making ravioli by hand in this. Um, this sauce that actually I still use. Like, my mom sent it to me, and it's leeks bacon white wine Mm -hmm. with thyme Mm -hmm. like fresh thyme it is everything and um roasted and i i chose to roast the tomatoes instead of using just like fresh grape tomatoes Mm -hmm. with a like ricotta ravioli with like lemon zest in the ravioli it's perfect i spent forever in the kitchen just like making pasta by hand i made the chewiest dumpling shaped <laughs> pasta <laughs> and it was everything all of my body told me that this was right and it mm. was it was perfect <laughs> mm-hmm. um that the sauce that I made I have not been able to replicate because it was like that is it right it was great it's like all of these like really braised leeks and mm. like bacon and wine and lemon with mm. like roasted tomatoes and I was like this is this is it and I was like this is what this is what like Sunday should be. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think and I was like, I don't know who's saying that this is great because like eating this, I know that this is cool, <laughs> but I feel awesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I knew my magic for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was definitely in my twenties. I was talking to a, a friend and shaman and practitioner mm-hmm. I was just like sitting and we were reading an astrology book and I was telling her about like what I like to do and (laughs) they're like you're a ceremonialist and at the time I didn't know what that meant I was like yeah I mean I guess I build ceremony I guess and over the past you know decade I've sort Mm -hmm. of built ceremony in lots of ways right like Mm -hmm part of my magic is building the container so that everyone else can show up the way that mm-hmm. they need to show up. I mean, duh, water bearer, right? Mm-hmm. Hold, hold the container, hold the <laughs> nourishment, right? Like, so I, I think figuring that out, I'm still figuring out what that means on a bigger scale and how I can hold containers for people in multiple ways without like getting fucking involved, right? <laughs> like, well, that's because you don't see the Amani that uh, wakes up in the afternoon and is celebrating the ancestors in your house, right? I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> like, 
here I am at a smooth two o'clock and Imani just woke up and is like, okay, it's time to do eight things. And I'm like, what do you mean it's time to do eight things? And you're like, all right, here's the, the tea that I have made. <laughs> it goes 100%. in these ones. It only goes in these ones. These are the other foods. It goes in these ones. <laughs> 100%. Right? Yo, you got a smooth 45 minute ritual before yeah. you actually brush your teeth. Yes. <laughs> i guess it's so it's so much a part of what i Mm -hmm. i do i don't it doesn't feel like ceremony to me because i don't Mm -hmm. feel like myself unless i i do what i need to do right Mm -hmm. like today i was uh they've been talking to me about i was listening to uh so it's juju bay is a podcast juju Mm -hmm. bay is a practitioner and uh, the 2020 reading was talking about how we need to activate, you know, our male identified ancestors and give them a job. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, uh, my, my grandfather's on my altar and he was mm-hmm. like, I need you to give me a job. My grandfather was also an accountant and he's like, mm-hmm. let's talk about this money. Yes. We're finna bring you whatever you need. And also that like, part. let's talk about how I can teach you what to do with that. Yes, grandfather, help you and with that. So <laughs> my like my job that I'm supposed to give them is to like hand over my finances and like allow them to teach me how to do this thing. And so they were like, they've been talking to me over the past few days about how they want me to build this ritual mm-hmm. around and build this ceremony around my money, around giving them permission to sort of teach me how to build generational wealth and yes so I'm excited but also I went to the witch store today after therapy because therapy was really <sighs> therapy was a lot today <laughs> so I had to take a fucking walk mm-hmm. uh and so I took a walk and they were like go to the witch store so I went to the witch store and mind you I lost my debit card on Saturday because I was out being fast what do you mean you lost your debit card on Saturday I definitely and didn't know I lost my debit card Pause, on de- wait on- is this like pre <laughs> wait yes yes uh so anyway so i lost my card and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna pay for all these things they're like relax it's gonna be fine so i go to the witch store i buy the things it's fine whatever and they're like yeah we have we have work to do uh it's in uh i did numerology for all 24 moons in this cycle new moons full moons i don't know numbers are really i don't know i'm attached I, i don't know what that is but and so this new moon is an 11. Uh, the date is an 11. So uh, they were like, no, you need to get the shit now because the 24th we have work to do. And I was like, oh, oh, girl, okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's a, a spell I'm going to work um, and just listen and like let them talk to me about, mm-hmm. you know, honoring them as they teach me how to do the things with the monies and things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Cause you were out here just losing your debit card. I you know. know three sums and being fast. I know. Okay. There, I wasn't <laughs> even in the threesome in the bar. The okay, let's uh-huh. let's tell, let's talk about context for the audience. You I chose to this party to skip over this context. I tried to help you out. <laughs> context, <laughs> but sure, let's bring it in now. <laughs> I mean, it's too late now. We're already talking about it. <laughs> this is also the portion of the show that we call, you know, sex and witchiness uh, switch for short. I mean, I didn't as a money as a switch. I am a switch. I am. <laughs> we could also call it something else. We could Too late. It. It's called switch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Welcome to so, switch. Welcome to switch. where money tells me her sexy witch story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start from the beginning. 
I have been celibate for like a year, basically, which has been really sucky. And so I decided after, you know, coming out of a relationship that I was going to manifest a lot of sex this year. Like I was going to manifest threesomes. I like group sex a lot. So I was like, well, I'm going to just start manifesting the things. So I started like doing some Oshun work, started doing some bath work, honey, <laughs> sweetness, yes, calling it. all Bring of the sexiness into my life. Yes. And so just recently on uh, this past Saturday, I mm-hmm. went out to a party to like an all black party or whatever in San Francisco. And I was with one of my good friends and we're sitting, chilling, drinking, whatever, minding our business. And two people come up and sit down with us and hang out. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I can take this person home. So I asked my friend, I'm like, you think I can get this one to come home with me? And Jordan's like, yeah. Of course you can. What are you talking about? They've already said that they want to what go a home friend. with you. I was like, oh, let's go. We're going to make this delightful. And in also, there is someone who works at the bar who I go to see them at the bar because they're a bartender and they make me delicious drinks and real glasses mm-hmm. and it's nice. And so I was like, I knew that we were going to be flirty because that's why I go to the bar so that I can be flirted with. Samesies. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I randomly then found out that the person that I was trying to take home had already made out with the bartender. And so I was like, oh, yeah, it's going down. What, a, what queer dreams you live. Dreams. What I'm queer just, dreams these so are. Many queer dreams that I'm dreaming and manifesting. <laughs> I, wanna, I literally want a whole team this year. That's what I want. A team of pleasure activists who are just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to ask for things and they're just going to say yes. That's what I want. Anyway, so we end up, uh, I'm at the Uh bar, I'm like, I'm going home, mind you, uh, (laughs) texting, like I'm going home. And uh, one of my partners is like, absolutely not. At least go do a drink. And I'm like, okay, fine. (laughs) And they're like, you can't do a shot. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I go to the next bar. I convince the other person. I'm like, hey, do you want to come hang out with me? I'm going to go to this other bar. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess. I was like, no, you should just just come hang out with me. And they're like, yeah, okay, can my friend come? And I'm like, yeah. So we all pile into my car, drive to the next bar. Wait, who's and... this friend? Oh, the other friend, I, they were just friends. Great, don't care. Yeah, they, <laughs> they're par- I think they're, Smooth roll their partner also nope. hopped in the car. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> we get to the other bar, and we're just sitting in the booth, and I start making out with the person that I was like, yeah, I'm trying to take you home. So I start making out with them in the booth. I mean, I've done some readings in between, whatever. Lots of things have happened. Okay, and, great. <laughs> I mean, lots of things, like I did a tarot reading, and then we like sat and talked about life, and then I don't even know what I said. I just knew that all of a sudden we were making out in the booth. Mm-hmm. And so we made out in the booth. And then the bartender comes back and just, like, stands over the two of us. And we both are just looking at them. And they, like, lean in and kiss the person that I asked if they would come home with me. And then they lean in and kiss me. And I was like, oh, it's going down. So. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> this is oh, my, my life. gosh. Keep going. I Keep saying it. words. Keep I want so words. much of these things. So, anyway, after that, they're like, yeah, I think they're going to let me go early. So, um, what do you all want to I do? I mean, if they I were, was... they are now. Right? 
And they're like, what that's do a smooth someone do? who was like, yo, I need you to cover the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, what do you want me to? They're like, what do you all want to do? And I'm like, oh, uh, I was actually hoping to take you all to my house. Can I kidnap you all? They're both like, yeah, what? Yes. So <laughs> we leave the bar at like 1.30 maybe. Get yes, to the house. past my bedtime, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, one is like laying across me, like lounging, asleep, napping. The other is like sitting with me, making me drinks. And we're just talking about life. It was great. Oh, I but said I a bartender get... in her home. They'll make you drinks even at your house. Listen. <laughs> fucking magic this is the film life i want to live right here yeah no <laughs> people come in and make me drinks yes fancy uh, them amani <laughs> life l- secured <laughs> these are the things so i we just like hung out but the like wop bop was that i randomly started bleeding which mm-hmm. i knew was coming i was hoping i could get like a full another day out of it mm-hmm. it was like bitch no Mm-mm. so i started bleeding and i was like ah i started bleeding there like damn smooth five to seven days i was like smooth five to seven. <laughs> <sighs> but so, one of them we're coming over for this a week day. I, I don't know if a threesome is gonna happen this week but one of them is gonna come over on monday and we're gonna hang out cute so that'll be nice damn you just manifesting all these dreams and then showing up like a smooth two weeks later yeah (laughs) i want the dreams i I want all of it (laughs) 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 i'm gonna be a believer at some point as you should yeah do you have any sexy stories to tell the people while we're in switch bitch um you know what your sexy story is so good then I'm really just holding on to that. That's great. Because <laughs> how? 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 How and how? You know, magic. Magic. Fuck it up. <laughs> magic. I'm manifesting all this nonsense. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't wait. It's my almost birthday season, so I'm really it is nonsense. So close. Oof. <sighs> I don't know if I'm ready over here for your birthday season. I mean, probably not. No. (laughs) I promise to be gentle. With you, not everyone else. But there it is. That (laughs) everyone else can kiss an ovary. But for you. (laughs) The dragon tail whip comes in. You know. Uh, You know. Welcome to Aquarius season. (laughs) Welcome to fucking Aquarius season. It's going to be wonderful. I'm really excited about it. I will probably have more threesome stories in a couple of weeks. So, please okay, that's, well, we'll that's just what wait. I'm manifesting. Waiting patiently on these threesome stories. You know, light a candle, Amani. You don't usually do it, but oh, I'm saying the candle has already been lit. Okay, the bath has already been taken. I'm just letting it manifest at this point. I'm just waiting for it to come through. Oh yeah, absolutely. What? Yes. I'm just like, Excuse yes, me, universe, I let's place go. my manifestation if you would um bring that on right over here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know, but wonder, wonder is what I'm after. Oh my god. I'm so so stoked for you. Dang. I guess we should talk about uh plant witch things, maybe. We're calling this segment a cultivate. Which is basically a segment where we talk about an herb uh, or a plant, basically, um, that you can use for witchy things. Yeah. 
so I was really stoked, and I'm still really stoked to talk about passionflower. It's one of my favorite plants ever. It's one of my favorites because it's one just so pretty. So passionflower, beautiful, beautiful flower if you haven't seen it before, is what passion fruit comes from. Um, and passionflower, like the name, actually comes from like Spanish colonizers. What? Who were, like, yeah, sympathized with like the the basically murder, rape, and, like, pillaging of indigenous people and, like, how, like, this flower is being used was, like, you know what? Actually, this flower is really important. Um, The indigenous people are really into it, and I'm recognizing that this flower has importance in relation to Christianity, right? As, like, Spanish colonizers are all, like, yes, like, for the church, right? Um, (laughs) For the church. So saw really the passion of the crucifixion in the flower, Whoa! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 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 stamen being like the three nails, right? The crown of the flower being like crown of thorns. Really neat. In the Pacific Northwest, people plant them a lot because they're a really easy to grow vine. Mm-hmm. Um, one being like native to North America. Also, um, the indigenous people um, of what is now Virginia mm-hmm. use passion flower um, and the the some of the fruits, right, as a as a practice and herb. So it's, like, really easy to grow and will really wants to take over a lot of space. I think this is one of the things that makes me really happy about the plant of passion, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I want to take up space and I want to continue taking space. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as an herb used in medicine, right, the flower took all of the symbolism of the flower, right, and its um, amazing properties being used by indigenous people across, like, South America right in north america and said like yo it has to be important europe said it's got to be important you're already connected to the things about christianity we should also be using this it's obviously a divine flower mm-hmm. right and divine plant let's like incorporate this into our own practices right europe becomes like the the highest cultivating nation in space of passion flower mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um as a plant being used for anti-anxiety for sleep for calming adhd for some people being uh for like people with vaginas being used for like mastation cramps mm-hmm. right and like now passion flower is still being used in calming practices today Dope. um really wants to calm and connect to the parts of the body that are easily restless Ooh. So, like, what is that for the full plant to take over you and, and bring you into calm and bring you into steady? So, passion flower, a great tea and tincture often used with, like, valerian root. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, like, passion flower. I have, like, the, the flora just, like, as, just, like, dried flower. And then I have it as a tea just ready to use whenever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes a beautiful tincture. It's a little sharp and astringent, um, as tinctures are, but I found it to be really helpful as just like a calming thing, as someone with like a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really helpful. I have so much anxiety, so like passion flower is a way to like negate and navigate my anxiety has been okay, right? But in a calm state and like preemptive anxiety has been really awesome. Yeah, and it's one of those one of those plants that like visually, if nothing else alone, really helps me connect to parts of me that are calm. Mm. Yes. 
Thank you, Mac Daddy Zaddy. <sighs> you know. <laughs> All right. This has been which which are you episode one. We'll see y'all next week.